Hello, Colorado. This is John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer Podcast. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for craft beer news and festivals. Just go to ilovecoloradobeer.com. Today on our show, we have Scott Vitale with Spigot Labs. He's going to be telling us a little bit about the Belgian Brewfest that's happening yeah. on April 29th uh, from 1 to 5. Yep. All right. Scott, cheers. <laughs> So, first off, who came up with the idea to have Belgian Brewfest? Um, so it's kind of a funny story. I, it's a little bit of a case of uh, technology looking for a beer festival, if you've heard of such a thing. So um, I run a company called Spigot Labs, and I think we're probably going to talk a little more we'll about that there. later. We'll get there. Don't get ahead of um, us. But, so I've been looking for a brew festival to really get things kicked off and show off this technology and how it works. And... So I've been looking for a small festival, something I could really capture easily and prove out the technology and move from there. And so after talking to a few organizers, I, I was having trouble finding one that was just the right size, that was small enough and willing to try out something new. And so I started thinking about festivals in general, like what do you, what do you need for a festival? You need a brewery to host it, you need breweries to come and pour, and you need organizers to help take care of the festival. And so. Um, it struck me one day, why don't we just build our own festival? Why don't, why, don't, why don't we make the very first festival for Spigot Labs be our very own festival? And so I talked to my very good buddy, Ryan Evans, who runs Brews Beers, and um, they opened up about nine months ago, and I was like, hey, what would you think about getting some more people in the door and doing a beer festival outside at your place in the spring? And he was like, yeah, I love it. I'm to totally down for it. I only have one request. I want it to be a Belgian beer festival. So I was like, fine, no, no problem. We, we can cover that. So, um, so that was kind of where Belgian Brewfest all came from. Um, a, little, a little bit of luck, a little bit of serendipity, um, and, and here we are. Well, wonderful. So um, it was your idea. You're the brainchild for Belgian Brewfest. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the brainchild, but, but only in, in like the very most basic way, like, hey, we should have a beer fest. Um, you know, I, I have a team of people, um, including Ryan, including a couple guys that run Westy Fest uh, up in Westminster, and uh, the four of us are really the ones putting together this festival, and I, I couldn't have done it without them, for sure. So... You talked a little bit about why a Belgian beer festival, but tell us a little bit more. Like specifically, it had to be Belgian. Why Belgian? So, uh, Brews Beers is is a Belgian style brewery, and uh, that's pretty much all they make. And for a lot of people, Belgian styles really conjure up this idea of this this yeasty kind of like very overwhelming flavor. And what we've what I've found, what my wife has found, what all our friends have found is that. Um, Brews has a very interesting way of making Belgians. And yes, they make a lot of those traditional Belgian styles, but they also make a ton of Belgian styles that are completely different from anything you've ever had before. Um, so I'm drinking a blueberry Belgian stout right now, and, and it's delicious, right? I could never get it anywhere else. Um, and so Ryan and Charlie Gottenkinney, the, the two founders of Brews Beers, they have a real passion for Belgian beer and, and are passionate about stretching Belgian beer and making different types and, and really finding something that works for everyone's taste. And so uh, I, was, I was psyched. You know, when, when Ryan said, yeah, let's do a Belgian beer fest, I was like, sure. You know, you've, you've got the Belgian beer to show off. I, I think it's the best, 
Belgian beer around, in my opinion. Um, and so, yeah, it was a great idea, I think, to kind of show it off and showcase not just brews, but the other breweries in the Denver area that are also producing some really, really interesting Belgians. So, Belgium's a country. Do you believe that all countries should have their own beer <laughs> festival? I think there should be some qualifications. So, there are some countries that we really don't want a whole festival based around their beer. Like, everyone loves having a Corona on the beach, but I'm not gonna start a Mexican beer festival. It's just, just not in the cards. Not you personally. Right. Not that they're May, maybe, against anybody. Yeah, may, yeah, I would maybe go to one, um, but I'm, I'm not going to start one myself. <laughs> so there's a lot of different beer festivals in Colorado. What makes this festival different from all the other festivals? I think the focus on, on Belgians is definitely a big one. There's going to be um, all Belgian beers there. Some of them are going to be really high octane, 10, 11, 12 percent. Um, so, you know, in a lot of ways, we took a lot of inspiration from the Big Beer Fest in Breckenridge. Um, where it's, it's all about depth of flavor and, and really interesting experience with the beer, not so much about getting drunk. Um, so, so, you know, it's a, it's a, we're shooting for a higher-end festival, um, something that can please even the most, um, the most selective beer drinkers. And so, you know, because it's the first year and we're trying to keep it small, we're trying to keep it very uh, select in terms of who we have coming and what we have being poured and... So we really think that it's going to be a great festival um, this year and, and for years to come. So would you say there's a different clientele for this festival as compared to other beer festivals in Colorado? Yeah, I think this festival, I mean, especially if you compare it to a Great American Beer Fest um, or, or some of the larger festivals, um, you know, that's definitely not the atmosphere that we're going to have at this festival. It's, it's more focused on the beer, the quality of the beer, and it's also in a, in a very hip sort of up-and-coming area of Denver. So um, that's also something, something I've learned just recently. So uh, Brews Beers is here at 67th and Pecos. Um, this is actually part of a neighborhood called Midtown, uh, which was built out within the last year or two. And it's a really interesting sort of, like I, I call it Stapletonian. It's a very Stapletonian neighborhood. So um, lots of nice brand new houses, nice yards, and very close to Denver. You know, I, I live in City Park, and it's kind of a, it's about a 15-minute drive for me, and so uh, it's a kind of a great little suburb neighborhood that's close and accessible, and very family-oriented. And I think the festival is is trying to build on all of that, right? We have the quality beer, we have a community built around brews already, that is you know young families and young professionals, and um, so I yeah I think the atmosphere at this festival is going to be fun. It's going to be um, very inclusive, very, you know, all sorts of families and people there just enjoying the sunshine and, and enjoying the Belgian beer. So tell us about the fun things that are going to happen at the festival. Games and events and surprises, anything like that. Yeah, so we've got uh, two live bands that are going to be there. So we have Velvet Compass, who's kind of a modern, I would call a modern jazz band. Um, really uh, great originals and covers of different things. Um, so they're going to be playing first, and then second, we're going to bring in the Goonies, which is an 80s cover band. Um, they play all kinds of shows all over Denver and Boulder, and a lot of fun, really high energy. Um, and, and honestly, like, I'm, I'm an 80s kid. I, I love that kind of music, and I think having it at a beer festival is, is a lot of fun, too. Um, so in addition to that, we'll have a couple other vendors there that are kind of out of the ordinary. Uh, so my, my good friend uh, Eileen runs an organization called Colorado Pet Pantry, 
and they help families that are in need feed their dogs. And they do it through donations of dog food and, and supplies. And so Eileen is going to be there as well uh, with her little table talking about the things that she's doing for the community. Um, and, and really it was, you know, we, we sort of built out this festival around all of our passions. So Ryan definitely has a passion for Belgian beer. I have a passion for technology and 80s music, apparently. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, also dogs. You know, we, my wife and I have a dog. Our friends all have dogs. And so incorporating that sort of um, dog-focused, beer-focused, technology-focused, it, it all ties together really well. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So it's necessary to have some food when you go to a beer festival. Yeah. Tell us about the uh, food options you might have there. Yeah, so especially if you're drinking 8, 9, 10% beers all day, I would, I would highly recommend getting some food. Um, so we're bringing in four different food trucks, all from the Denver area, kind of a wide variety of tastes. Um, so we have the Little India truck coming in, the Rocky Mountain Cheesery, uh, Street Frites, which is like fancy Belgian street French fries. Um, and the fourth one is Basic Needs, Basic Needs pizza. pizza. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so really a, a great variety, some ethnic food, some pizza, some uh, French fries, a little, little of everything. And, and who doesn't love like a giant grilled cheese after, after drinking a big beer? So, so yeah, lots of food options as well. So that was a lot of fun. Now I'm going to do it again. So tell me about all the different breweries that are coming to the festival. <laughs> so, so this is a little bit of a, of a test, I think. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Like, do you I, noticed that. Do huh? I actually know all yeah. 10 breweries that are coming to the festival? <laughs> um, so, of course, brews will be there. They'll, they'll be headlining um, with a booth outside as well as pouring beer inside. Um, and then we have a variety of other breweries, mostly from kind of the northwest side. Uh, Fate Brewing is coming all the way down from Boulder. And then we have uh, Briar Common, who's over in Jefferson Park. Uh, we have Destig, who's over off of Tennyson. Uh, we have Wincoop coming in, River North, uh, Copper Kettle, so down, down in the Glendale area. Periodic? Periodic Brewing. So yeah. uh, Periodic is a great story, too. Those are some friends of mine um, that I've known for years and years that opened a brewery up in Leadville. So they're the world's highest craft brewery. Um, and they've been operating in Leadville for, I think, about a year and a half. Don't, don't shoot me if I'm wrong there. Um, but they, they have a really great selection of beer. And when I told them about this event, um, Chris and, and Ozzy and the team at, at uh, Periodic were psyched to come down and, and kind of show off some of their beer on the front range because that's something they don't get to do every day. And then Gemini as well. I think that's number 10, right? If I have 10 fingers, Gemini Beer Co. Yeah, so Gemini is actually a small, they call themselves a gypsy brewing company. So they're, I think, based out of, um, I want to say Broomfield. Again, don't, don't shoot me if I'm wrong there. Um, but they, they do distribution only. So they, they bottle, they don't have a brick-and-mortar location, um, but they bottle all kinds of interesting beers. Big focus on Belgians for them as well. And so they'll be pouring a bunch of interesting stuff. Great. Um, so now we're done putting you on the spot. That was, that was kind of tough. I'm sorry, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah cheers. Yeah. All right. So which is the best brewery that's coming to the festival? That's, that's really putting me on the spot. That's really putting me on the spot. Um, I, I mean, honestly, Brews is my favorite Belgian brewery. I said that once before. I'm not saying it just because we're hosting it here. Well, we are here at Brews. So yeah, we are at Brews, Brews in yes, front of their fermenters. Um, but, but yeah, I, I really do enjoy their beer, and I, I enjoy the variety of beer that they have. So, so yeah, I'm drinking a Chuck Berry Stout right now. They have an Atlas Quad that is to die for and, and at 12%. Um, be careful you don't have too many. 
Um, so yeah, I think their, their selection of beer and, and this atmosphere is, is great. So this is, this is definitely up there as one of my favorites. <laughs> All right, Scott, tell us what Spigot Labs is and what you guys do. Yeah, so Spigot Labs is actually an idea that I got uh, while I was working at the Great American Beer Fest years and years ago. So I've been a volunteer for years and, and always poured um, for a number of, of different breweries. And I've also attended. And as an attendee, my biggest frustration was waking up the next morning and having absolutely no idea what I tried the night before. And I, I think everyone can relate to that. Like anyone that's been to a beer festival knows what that feels like. And maybe you can narrow it down you know, to what region or what brewery, but it's just not, it's not very good. And, and then there's the beer nerds who walk around. No, no offense if this, is, if this is you, I don't know. But there's the beer nerds that walk around with notebooks and they're, they're taking notes on each and every beer they tried and those notes just get more and more illegible as the day goes on. So all of this to say, I came to the realization that I needed to build something, technology, I'm, I'm a software developer by trade, so I wanted to build some technology that would solve this problem and let me have at least a decent shot at understanding what beer I tried, what beer I liked, where to get it, you know, how, how to follow up and actually get something out of the festival other than one night and a good time. Um, Which is important too. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to do both at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, right. so that was kind of the genesis for Spigot Labs. Um, I had also done some work in the RFID world, so RFID was kind of a natural solution. For those who haven't heard of RFID, that's like the badge that you use to get into the building. You walk up to the building, scan your badge, door unlocks, and you walk in. Um, so that, that same technology can be applied to all kinds of things. And so I thought, what if we could apply that technology to the bottom of your tasting class? And so now, as you walk around the festival, you can tap, tap, tap your glass and track all the beer that you tried and actually have a real shot at knowing what you have. So what's the glass look like? What? Yeah, so I, I have one right here. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> so these are actually our tasting glasses from the, from the Beer Fest. Um, and so we've got these little RFID stickers on the bottom of them. And they're, just, mm -hmm. they're literally just a paper-thin piece of material. There's a little bit of electronics in there. And so how it's going to work is when you walk in, you're going to get a glass, and that glass is assigned to you. And so as you walk around, all you have to do is walk up to a brewer and tap that glass on a little scanner that's on the table, and it tracks that taste. So what will it look like for the user? Like, how do, how do you know later on which beers you've tried? Yeah, so all you have to do, we actually don't have an app to install. I'm, I don't know about you, but I hate installing new apps. That's like one of my serious pet peeves. And so um, I was like, I'm, I'm not building an app. It's not going to happen. So all you have to do is get out your smartphone or your laptop or your tablet and just go to spigotlabs.com. In fact, the, the URL is on the bottom of the glass, so spigotlabs.com slash taste, and you enter in a unique four-digit character that's on the bottom of your glass, and that'll get you logged in and show you a list of everything you tried. There's stats in there about the different ABV levels and how the brewers make them. The, the brewers actually have the ability to include whatever descriptions and um, information they want about each of the individual beers. So, so you get more information about what you tried, and then uh, Craft Alley, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, they're, they're a new company in town that is starting to sell crowlers in a brick and mortar liquor store and also distribute those crowlers um, delivery style. And so Craft uh, Alley is, is also coming into this festival and um, we're gonna include some links uh, direct to their website where you can buy crowlers of the beer that you tried at the event here. So, 
So kind of a great end-to-end -end experience of I tasted the beer, I liked it, I can see what it was, I can know who it came from, and I can order it and have it show up at my house all just with the click of your smartphone. Well, cheers to people seeing a problem and then wanting <laughs> to resolve it. I think that's fantastic. I think beer problems are the most fun problems to solve. Talk about first world problems, <laughs> you know, like, gosh, I love this beer. I wish I knew how to get more of it. Yep. And here we are. Right, and here we are. So um, whole families are welcome at the festival, is that correct? Yeah, yep. So families, kids, um, in fact, we've got a complimentary ticket for people that don't want to try any of the beer. Um, so we have Happy Leaf coming to pour unlimited kombucha all afternoon. Um, so for, for people that just want to come check it out or if a family wants to come and uh, maybe a designated driver wants to come along, they can get into the festival for free without paying for a ticket. Um, kids get in for free as well. So it's going to be outdoors here at Brews, and it's kind of a nice, big, grassy area, um, very laid back, very easygoing. No pets? No pets, okay. unfortunately. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, would you bring your pet to a, to a beer festival? Some people are crazy. Some people are crazy, <laughs> and they try, but some people not. So it's yeah. always a good thing to know before you come. Yeah, it's, it's worth mentioning Brews is a... a dog-friendly brewery. You, you may have heard some dogs barking in the background. Um, we're actually in unincorporated Adams County, so they don't have the same rules that Denver has. Um, but we're, we're asking folks not to bring their pets along to the festival just because of all the people there and, and kind of the, the space and the families. We, we don't want to cause any trouble with the, with the crowd. Well, pets can tend to mingle not well sometimes. So, sometimes yeah, so. and I've seen some, some uh, golden retrievers that really overdo it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, little shih tzus, little, little yeah. ones can be crazy sometimes. <laughs> so the festival's rain or shine, is that correct? How can people plan for the festival? Yeah, so classic Colorado event, rain or shine. Um, I, you know, me personally, as the always be prepared guy, like I'm going to bring my raincoat just in case. Um, I will say that if, if it's raining a lot outside, we're going to move the breweries into brews and kind of have uh, a little bit more intimate a little bit more, more crowded um, tasting in here. Um, but, you know, overall, we expect good weather, good spring Colorado sunshine. And so we're hoping it's going to be a beautiful day and we can all just enjoy it. Well, as almost all of them are anyway, right? Right, I mean, right. We have plenty odds, of... The odds are in our favor. We don't live in Seattle. Uh, what about transportation? How would you guys recommend that people get to and home from, especially, the yep. festival? Yeah, so uh, like I said, Bruce is about 15 minutes from downtown Denver, kind of depending on where you're coming from. I, honestly, I'm going to take an, an Uber over. I think taking an Uber or a Lyft is, is just good sense, and especially if you can round up a few of your friends to come with you. Um, it's a, really a piece of cake and costs you less than 10 bucks each way. So I, I would recommend that. There is parking out back, and the, there's parking throughout the neighborhood. So if people choose to drive, if they come with a family, that's perfectly fine. Um, but definitely recommend the uh, the Uber route. Well, and if you have the right friend, you said DD tickets are for free. Yes, correct? yes, exactly. So recruit your non-drinking friends. <laughs> All right, so um, where can people find more information about the festival? Um, so number of different places. We've got a, a website at belgianbrewfest.com. Um, we also have posted about the festival on Brews Beers, that's B-R-U-Z, um, on their Facebook page, their Twitter feed, um, the Spigot Labs feed also has all that information, so Spigot, S-P-I-G-O-T, labs.com, um, on Facebook, on Twitter, on all the social networks. 
Um, so lot, lots of ways to get tickets, uh, sorry, lots of ways to get more information. To get tickets, uh, you can go to tickets.belgianbrewfest.com. And um, I'll tell you what, for, any, for anyone watching, watching the podcast, um, use the promotional code DOUBLE, D-U-B-B-E-L, and we'll give you eight bucks off a ticket. So that'll, that'll make it 40 bucks each instead of, instead of 48. Well, that's awesome. It's always nice to get an extra free, well not free, extra less expensive to a beer festival. Yeah. Beer festivals are always fun and, and everybody loves saving a dollar or two. So thank yeah, you for, for doing sure. that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Love to have you guys there. So Scott, is there anything that we have not yet talked about that you think people would like to know about the festival? Um, I, I think we've covered it pretty well. Um, one thing I will add is that uh, Brews is doing an after party. Um, we're calling it After Hours at Brews. Um, and so for anyone that has a wristband from the festival, they get happy hour pricing all night long at Brews. So, so that's all the more reason to bring your designated driver friend and just take the four-hour festival and turn it into an eight-hour festival if you want to. So. All right. Well, thank you very much. Everybody, again, that is the Belgian Brew Fest on April 29th um, from 1 to 5 here at Brews Beers. Cheers. Cheers. Thank Thanks, you very John. Much. Good talking with you.